Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Pete Waltz. Today's a special day. It's Tuesday, and on the Employment Matters podcast, that means Travel Tuesday, where each week we get the chance to dial in our members from all around the world who share with us important things we need to know about doing business in their jurisdiction. Today, we're going to be learning more about doing business in Paraguay. I'm pleased to welcome to the show Eusebio Lopez, an associate at Boga Avadanos. Eusebio, how are you today? Hi, Peter. I'm doing well. It's a pleasure for me to be here and to share with you a little bit about Paraguay. It sounds great. I was down there visiting your firm a couple of years ago. Fascinating place, great food, great weather. But for our audience, let's dig in and just kind of give them a general overview, if we can, of the jurisdiction. Tell us a little bit about the population, the demographics, maybe government structure and, and, and other issues that they might need to know about. Sounds good. Paraguay is essentially an agricultural economy. Its population is approximately 7 million. So it's in that sense, it's small. The key industries are services, energy, and increasingly manufacturing. The government is basically divided in three branches, executive, judicial, legislative, and the languages are Spanish and Guarani, although Spanish is generally used in official communications for business. So let's talk, you talked about some of the industries down there, energy, agriculture, and this increasing manufacturing, which is great. It's a way to definitely bring more opportunities into the economy. Who are some of your biggest trading partners in Paraguay? Which countries and and which industries specifically? Well, the biggest one is Brazil. Then you have Argentina. Uh, The United States is also a very big partner. And as I mentioned, mainly the partnership is, uh, or the, the commerce is in agriculture, livestock, energy. Now, there's a, a couple of months ago, there was a contract was executed uh, between a British company, a Paraguayan company to invest in green hydrogen. So Paraguay is invent, investing heavily as well in renewable energies. So let's talk about employment law. You're an employment lawyer, and certainly that's what we do at the ELA. So what are some of the key structural issues employers need to know about when employing locally in Paraguay? Do you have unions or work councils there? or What are some of the things specific to your country? Well, yes, unions are, are an issue. The respect of worker rights in general, Paraguayan uh, labor law gets a lot of rights to, uh, to the worker to the workers in general, not as much as maybe Brazil and Argentina, but I would say it's like the middle between a system like the US, Brazil and Argentina, that those systems give clearly much more rights. So it's kind of in in the middle, but yeah, workers definitely have a lot of rights and they do have some rights that are in the labor code, which are not waivable. So they, they cannot renounce even if they want. That's something that anyone who intends to employ uh, workers here in Paraguay uh, must be aware of. So let's talk about the business climate in general then. Would you say that it's more leaning towards business, more pro-business, or does it lean back towards being more pro-employee? What do you think? I would say that it is increasingly more pro-business. One of the reasons that Paraguay has attracted, I think the three main reasons why Paraguay has seen a lot of foreign investment in the last years are energy, cheap energy, Low tax pressure, 10, 10, 10% income tax, VIT, pretty much everything is 10%. And then labor force in general is cheap 
comparatively. So even though I said that workers certainly have some rights, it's not like there is a lot of protection to them, but overall, I would say that the business climate is more pro-business. So let's talk about cross-border opportunities. And I know you've spoken about Brazil and, and Argentina as being good trading partners for you, but also the U.S. And, you know, we are mm-hmm. now increasingly trading more and more within Latin America. And uh, mm-hmm. let's talk about some of the immigration standards about getting in and out of Paraguay from other countries. What can you tell us about that? Well, the, the immigration system is, is not certainly that complicated. There are certain requirements that you must fulfill, either show that you have certain economic capacity, certain assets, or that you have like a university degree. Um, you can apply to get a permanent visa, which is what most people who are interested in doing business here do eventually because the requirements to get a temporary one and a permanent one are pretty much the same. It is worth indicating that to be a director, for example, of a company here in Paraguay, you need to have residency rights. So in that respect, those who are like interested in investing and also managing the company itself usually apply to get like a permanent visa. And Boga Abogados also provides that service. So we assist our clients with all the immigration like procedures. Well, you have a great firm down there. And I know when we were looking for a member, when we looked at the best firms, you were right at the top of it. So we're, we're honored to have you as a member with us. This has been an interesting conversation. Thanks for sharing a little bit about life in Paraguay and how business is done down there. It was great to talk to you today, Eusebio. It has been my pleasure, Peter. Uh, of course, we are more than welcome to receive any queries from the audience, from people in general who are interested in investing in Paraguay. Wonderful. Well, thanks so much for your time. We'll catch up to you soon. Thank you. If you'd like to connect with Eusebio, you can find his bio by clicking on his name in the description of this podcast. Also visit ela.law to receive invitations to upcoming webinars, download white papers, get access to our on-demand content from the online library, or use the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks for listening.